Welcome to the Dare to Pivot podcast, a resource for inspiration and encouragement while you're on your path to purpose. The Dare to Pivot podcast is hosted by Wakia Hayward, that's me, and Barbara Wade, two middle-aged sisters who are passionate about having honest, open conversations with each other and special guests about faith, transparency, and living a life of purpose. The Dare to Pivot podcast is rooted in the Christian faith, and we believe that we are all made for a reason and with intention. However, it's up to us to pursue our purpose. By exploring the four foundational pillars of DARE, which are decisions, actions, results, and evaluations, we're hoping that women will be motivated to actively pursue their own purpose journeys. Join us as we learn together that it's never too late to be great. All right, ladies, welcome so much to the Dare to Pivot podcast. My name is Wakia. I'm one of your hosts. Hey, it's Barbara Wade. Hello. Yay. And today we actually have another special guest, our special day today. Our special guest today is Danielle McCain. Welcome, Danielle. Welcome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So you're welcoming us. So how are you? How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good today. Good. So, you know, our podcast is really about just talking to women and inspiring them to do great and wonderful things. So I think um, the easiest way, you know, we always thinking about pivotal, pivotal things. So what is the most pivotal thing you would say that you've done in the last 10 years or year or whatever, whatever you want to discuss? That's pretty much how we're going to do it. Um, I would say for me, um, I think the pandemic was, you know, pretty life-changing for a lot of people. Um, For me personally, I think it gave me a lot of time to do self-reflection. I think we as women are always on the go. Um, We're trying to do a million things. We're like superheroes. Um, So we tend to take on a lot without filling ourselves back up again. Um, I realized during the pandemic, when I finally got to have some quiet time to myself, that I was actually working um, in a deficit. I wasn't making any real good internal deposits into myself. Um, So I was kind of feeling really, really empty and heavy at the same time. Mm. Um, So I think for me, when I started, you know, just having a lot of quiet time to myself, I was like, well, what can I do to kind of make myself better so I could be better for others? You know, I wanted to be a better spouse, better sister, better friend. So I got to thinking like, what can I do to kind of be, you know, more available Mm -hmm. um, for others? So, so. So I know I sort of jumped right into that question, but I'm actually going to back up just one step. So how about you tell the ladies a little bit about you? Like, who are you? What do you do? What is that? What does life look like for you? Like paint a picture. Um, I'm 47. I live in Jersey. I have two um, daughters, 28, 19. My oldest daughter is a nurse. Um, the, my youngest daughter, she's in her second year of college, um, pre-vet, animal science major. Wow. Um, so I'm kind of entering another stage of my life um, where I'm pretty much an empty nester. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like I'm starting all over again because I want to enter like a new phase, start something new and start something fresh. You know, it's never too late to kind of just start 
something a new journey. Agree. Right. Right. Agree. And what do you do for your vocation? Did you say um, that? I'm an accounting manager. Oh, I, perfect. I live I work in corporate America. I've been there 19 years. August would be 20. Wow. Congratulations. Wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. Oh, that's a congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I guess so. <laughs> So we have overcome, <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, listen, you don't put in 20 years. So you closer to a pension at this point, you almost there. So just keep on fighting, keep on going through it. Um, so, okay. So then at that, your, your first initial statements make more sense to me than when you were saying how, you know, you just had time to do some reflection and, and figure out like what happens next. Mm-hmm. So what, what, mm-hmm. what does that next step look like for you? Like, what is that? Um, so I decided to kind of make a life change so I can be stronger mentally and physically. Okay. So I was like, well, what can I do? Um, you know, when you're sitting around all day during the pandemic, I'm working from home. You're just sitting, eating, working, sitting, eating, working. And I realized over the course of my, I would say from 18 is when I became a single mom. So I was a single mom pretty much for the entire, you know, childhood for both of my girls. Okay. So you get tired, you know? So you kind of not focus on yourself at all. You're just trying to make ends meet, trying to, you know, do the right thing for your kids, for life, for your job. Um, so I was just trying to figure out what to do next. So I just decided to kind of make a change of a, a physical and eating lifestyle change Mm. Um, just to try to make myself healthier and, yeah. you know, and get mentally strong. Makes sense. It's a good place to look. Yeah. <laughs> so, Since it affects so many places in your life. It, yeah, definitely. And <laughs> once I started changing, you know, some of my eating habits, exercising a little bit more, I realized that we as women don't take the time to really take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, and although I took the journey of changing, you know, what I do every day for activity and eating, I think we need to look at what can we do for ourselves to fill ourselves up. Mm. You know, we read so much about self-care, but what really is self-care? You know, you better preach. You preach it now, (laughs) ma'am. Well, I'm I'm, I'm eager to hear what you came up with, because I always have a pen and a pad available. I think it's different for every woman, you know, you kind of have to see what works best for you. Right. You know, so everyone is a little bit different for me. I was, I just felt like I really need to make that change. Mm -hmm. So I just really started at one point I did try to become vegan and that wasn't um, realistic for me um, for a very, you know, for various health reasons. So I just trying to just eat healthy, Mm -hmm. you know, day to day. And I realized just those small changes I am a lot sharper um, during the day. I'm not as tired. I have so much more energy. I have a lot of mental clarity. Good. Good. I think I think that's like one of the first things though, right? Is just listening to your body. Because, you know, like the things that you just said about having mental clarity, having some more energy. I think first of all, you gotta assess the fact that you lack those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then from there, because I think, you know, like you said before we don't really do a good job of um, taking care of ourselves and really really um, trying to figure out what that looks like I, for me personally 
I know just stopping and just, you know, doing like the little body check and just saying, well, how do you really feel today? Exactly. And um, one day when I was exercising my youngest daughter, I was like complaining about exercise. I was like, oh, this is taking too long. And she said something to me that kind of resonated with me. She was like, mom, so what is the recommended a lot of time do you give to yourself every day? Hmm. So I really had to think on that. And I'm like, hmm, she has a point because you spend hours at work, you spend hours on social media, you spend hours watching Netflix, Hulu. Like, what are you doing really for yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. And it could be anything. It could be reading, it could be, you know, a new business venture. There's so much more that we could do with our time to just to make ourselves, you know, just better for ourselves, you know? Mm -hmm. Girl, listen, first of all, I would have like, first of all, don't come here reading me like that. <laughs> not come here reading me like that. <laughs> Let's just start with the beginning. Well, well Wakia, that's the difference with having daughters. You don't have to give them permission. Right. Right. Girl, because, you know, I'm like, part of their love for you is just putting it out there. Listen, don't, don't be all in my space, all in my business. And exactly. I want to complain. Let me complain about this. That's what they do. Um, but, but yeah, I think I was actually listening to a podcast today and the, um, uh, and it was actually on time management. And one of the things that the guy had said, he's like a doctor, but he, he like does all this other stuff. Like he's a doctor, but he taught himself how to play piano. He taught himself how to play guitar. He, you know, does all these little different things. He obviously does his podcast. He just got all these other ventures. And so when he was talking about time management, one of the things he was talking about was, you know, you really need to understand every minute of your time is spent doing something. And so one of the things he was saying was how he did not watch TV at all. He said, he said, I look at TV as a, um, as a thing I do with my friends. He said, so if my friends don't come over and if that's not something we're doing as a social activity, I just don't do it. And he was like, and I'm looking at him like, what? <laughs> and he was like, he said, but you know, it made so much sense. He said, because see, while everybody else was sitting around watching TV, this is how I was able to teach myself how to play guitar, learn how to play the piano, go out here and do improv, go out here and do this, go out, you know what I'm saying? And he just had this long list of stuff. And he was like, it's really just based off of what you're spending your time in. And if you're doing something to really benefit um, or, you know, benefit or broaden your horizons is what he was saying. So it sort of goes to what you was just saying there, y'all. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think time is your most valuable resource because True. once you give it up, it's gone. You know, yeah. you can never get your time back. So right. you definitely have to pay attention to how you spend your time. I, that's a good one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So what was like some of the first things you did? Because obviously to say you're going to change your, your lifestyle, um, obviously, is like the big buzz now instead mm -hmm. of saying like a diet. So what was like the first thing you did? I gave up wine. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was having a glass every night and then it turns to two glasses, you know, oh. and it just doesn't end. And it has, <laughs> so that was like the first thing I did a grad because, mm -hmm. you know, you can't just jump into something like, okay, tomorrow, this is what I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this, because it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. You have to do something where you know you're going to be able to follow through and keep up with it long term because it's a life change, not you know just momentary, you know a monetary thing that just mm -hmm. happens in a moment. Mm -hmm. So I just made small changes. I gave up wine. I gave up soda and juice, um, and then I slowly just went into just clean eating, just mm -hmm. things that have one ingredient. Um, I got kind of complicated and started counting macros. Um, but long as I think as long as you just make small changes, 
it goes a long way. I don't deprive myself of anything. So if I do want something sweet, I will have it. Um, over the holidays, you know, I did, you know, indulge in a lot of sweets, but I think as long as you don't deprive and just keep eating, it's just what we decide to put in our bodies and sugar is detrimental, you know? Absolutely. So just as long as you just eat, you know, as clean as possible, just, you know, be conscious of what we're putting in our body and our body's going to respond favorably. Um, And, you know, it's a blessing just to be able to, you know, get up every day and to be able to move. Um, And then I just incorporated, you know, exercising every day. Um, I did jump into the exercise a little bit, um, Mm -hmm. but since June 1st, I probably work out probably five, six times um, a week. Um, I alternate. And if I don't feel like exercising, I don't. If I don't want to add resistance, I don't. I do listen to my body. I rest when I have to. Um, But sometimes it's just mind over matter. Just that one click in your head in the morning, like I'm going to get up and exercise. The longer you wait, the probability of you actually getting ready to do it, you're not going to. Um, It's just really your mindset and something that you really want to have to do for yourself. Um, And although, like I said, I chose exercise, there's so many other things that we can do to like fill ourselves, whether it's journaling, whether it's just getting up, meditating, just, you know, whatever you can to kind of release some of that extra things that we as women carry day to day, mm-hmm. have to kind of figure it out and have the quiet time and see what works for you. Um, but yeah, it's really mind over matter. And how do you stay focused though? Because like you said, initially, initially, you know, you like, well, I really didn't like exercising, you was like in your mm-hmm. glasses of wine. So how do you stay focused to keep from, you know, Um, I just look at the bigger picture. In the beginning, I was looking at it as aesthetics. Like, okay, this is what I want to achieve. Like, this is what I want my body to look like. But nine times out of 10, what you see in social media is not realistic. So I did it more of a change just for health purposes. And then your body's going to respond, whatever that is. Because a lot of times we have genetics. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times we can't, those images are unachievable. And um, so you just have to kind of go and just, you know, do whatever you can just to be healthy, just small changes. I know, I know for me, one of the things I've, I've started to do, cause you know, I'm 44. So, you know, you started like, look at the pictures of you like 20 or the pictures that you at like 30, like the pictures of me at 20, mm-hmm. pictures of me at 30. And I was looking at those pictures. I was like, you know what? I remember when I was in that 20 body, I was like, girl, you got this to do. You still need to do this. You still need to do this. Let me tell you something. I will give you a whole check to get that 20, that 20 body back. You hear me? A whole check is what I'm saying. <laughs> so I've, what I've really tried to do this in this season of life is to really start to appreciate where I am. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's sort of, mm-hmm. and not really think about the whole comparison thing um, at all, because you're right. The things that you see on social are just not true. Well, it, you, and if they are true, you know, they got a whole team keeping them that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's not, exactly. it's, it's a long you know, there too. it takes a lot of consistency. Exactly. Yeah. So you can't expect like, you know, this overnight change and, you know, just start small, just get up and start walking or, you know, whatever it is that fits into your schedule. Well, another point I'm thinking about as you guys are are discussing is that what's true for someone else is not necessarily true for you. So even being the same age, I would say even the same height, Mm-hmm. Even the same weight, it looks different. Yeah. Well, let me tell you how this, how I <laughs> accept that fact. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody watches UFC, you know, and it's weight classes and you can't be overweight to, to, to fight. So if they say 125, you can't be over 126.5. And so I'm thinking this, this pound and a half difference that two women may have looks totally different. Yes. Mm-hmm. So someone could be a whole foot taller. Um, I don't know, a different nationality. Mm-hmm. They're in the same age group, you know, within a couple years of each other and their bodies look totally So, so very different. So for one, what one I'm, I'm on does to get her weight down um, to compete is totally different what the other one has to do. And we know they're training, you know, doing the physical um, mechanics of what it takes, you know, to win. But the whole weight part and the whole physicality part is probably a totally different regimen. And um, so that proved to me, you know, not that I'm even considering what it would take for me to be 125. (laughs) Um, I don't think I've ever been 125. Mm -hmm. It's uh, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Um, it just showed me that it's, it's always going to look different. Your, your, your physical person and, and what's healthy for one person will, may not be healthy for the other. Danielle, you alluded to some things that are genetic and just part of your makeup that it's, it's something you need in food that I may not need or totally turns my body off, you know, has a totally different reaction, you know, and so that I think that's part of the acceptance that as mature women, we have to get to that place, regardless of what age bracket we're in, whatever season, whether it's still childbearing or post-childbearing, you know, um, get to that place of knowledge, one, finding out what's healthy for me. Um, doctors can assist with that once they get to know you. Um, and then just working to be your best you. And I think with that in mind, it, it helps your goals to be realistic and achievable. Yes. But magazines will never tell you that, oh, all those girls are the same age as me. Okay. <laughs> you know, that sometimes has very little to do with it. Um, it does have some factors, but it doesn't mean you'll ever be in that place. Um, and so I, I think it's so important for us to spend the time to get to know what my best me will look and feel like. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's easier to commit to what it takes to get there. That's just how the, the personal journey I've, I've, I've had to accept for myself. And I know even if I keep my weight down and I've done a whole bunch of nights drinking wine, I know that the multiple glasses of wine is not healthy, regardless if it shows up on the scale or not. You know what I mean? If I've had a fanat- uh, fanatical uh, physical week in working out, it may not change the scale, but I also know those extra glasses of wine are me trying to, you know, cope with something I don't want to face. You know, it's, it's other things. And so um, I just have to be very cognizant of what's my best me and, and, and always striving uh, to, to stay, um, stay true to what those parameters are. 
Mm, that's so good. Absolutely. I, I, I love that. I love that. So what do you feel like is the, so now that you've gotten yourself like in this healthy space and you're, you know, you're living it, you're, you, you sort of did this lifestyle change. What comes after that? Like what's next? Like, so, you know, with the lack of energy and all this stuff now and, and less and didn't have as much mental clarity. So now that you have these things, what is that next step that you're doing in your life? Danielle, that's going to be that, you know, to take you, you know, for the next step, you're still young. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I really want to become um, financially independent. Mm-hmm. Ooh, child, you better pre- you just preaching on this thing tonight. No, I'm like, I'm like, find that. <laughs> <laughs> I have been um, doing a lot of like soul searching just to see what I want to do next. I don't want to do corporate America too much longer. Um, mm-hmm. It has provided means to support, you know, myself and my two girls um, for some time, but I just feel like I've given them a lot of my time. Mm. Um, I don't regret, you know, the time that I spent there. Um, You know, I met some incredible people. I met my husband on my job. So it's definitely, I'm very appreciative and very blessed to have had that opportunity, but it's definitely time for me to kind of move on and do something different. I don't know what that is yet. I'm still searching. Um, I have a few things in mind that I am passionate about, mm-hmm. uh, but just trying to fine tune and just see what's next. You know, like you said, I'm young and, you know, my girls are pretty much, my oldest daughter, she's completely, you know, on her own, mm-hmm. my young, she's almost there. So it's just time for me to, you know, start the, my next stage in life. Isn't this an exciting place to well, be, you, though? Oh, it's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> you've worked hard for it. I just know. I just know you've worked hard for it. <laughs> so if you don't mind, if would you mind sharing what it's like meeting your, your husband later? After You said you were a single mom, so you had your girls. Um... And that relationship came about and... Was that a, a, a pivotal, a pivotal, tongue tied, pivotal moment? Um, it was because, you know, it was unexpected. At a certain point, I was pretty much had in my mind, like, you know, I'll just be single, you know, forever. And I can do this by myself and I don't need nobody. But I think it's good to have um, a companion um, at this point in my life because now it's, for me, it's not like, okay, now we have to think about having kids and, you know, it's just like a mm-hmm. next stage. So we could pretty much um, enjoy each other. That's nice. You know, um, we could think of things, you know, as far as like looking forward to retirement, you know, we have some time, but in the interim, we could travel. Um, so we're looking forward to doing that together. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely different dating at this stage than it was earlier on you know, Mm -hmm. um, expectations are different. The relationship is just different. Um, and it's better for us since we're both in a different stage. Like I said, you know, I'm trying to look at something to become independent. So it's like, what can we do together? Mm -hmm. Build, you know, generational wealth just for our kids, you know? That's yeah, nice. that's def- yeah, that's definitely exciting. I like how you said, you know, like y'all was looking at doing, trying to do something together or something that can be, you know, you know, that maybe he doesn't have to be in corporate America either. Y'all could just sort of, you know, 
the next Bezos at this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, because it all started with a thought. It all started with a vision <laughs> of what, you know, of what you want to do. And um, I mean, and I saw, I think, I think that is exciting. I think it's, I, I honestly believe that at any point, especially in this point of life where your children are grown or almost, you know, almost there to the point where you could start looking at finally doing that thing that you wanted to do this whole time. You know what I'm saying? But I think now the big problem is, is that it takes a lot of courage Mm -hmm. because now you understand what could be lost. Exactly. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Unlike when you was a kid and you just said, I'm a run and jump. You didn't really, you know, you really didn't weigh the odds of what could be lost, but now it's a little different because now you understand there's things, there's a cost to that greatness. Exactly. The cost and one other aspect, I don't have the burden of, okay, I need to provide for my kids. That's perfect. No. So it's, even though I still have to, you know, provide for us as a family, um, I just feel like the risk of not being able to provide for my kids has always been like the top priority for me. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore, you know? That is so freeing. Well, I was going to say, that sounds like a sweet spot. Yes. In, <laughs> in the season of life, you know, like you said, you hadn't, you know, planned one way or, or another to, you know, get married later because your priority were your children. And as you said about doing that, and living your life, now you're in the sweeter spot where you've accomplished that. Your number one goal is, you know, getting your daughters to the place where they could launch. And it sounds like um, they've successfully on the path to do that. Now, your attention can be focused on a mate, you know, um, and I think it might make it more clear what you're looking for. <laughs> you know, your 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 options have to be a little bit more divided when you got more things you need them to accomplish. But once you get to that mature sweet spot, you just need you know a a, a good sounding board, somebody to partner with. You know, whatever. It's more focused on you personally as opposed to that expanded family, which sounds like an exciting place to 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 be. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty excited just to see, you know, where we go from here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just now like really trying to decide what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have options. I have a lot of, um, a few of my girlfriends actually during the pandemic, a lot of their talents have come out and they've been mm-hmm. able to, I have two girlfriends actually who've actually started their own business. No, three, or at three, that's actually started their business during this time. And I'm so proud of them um, because I think without having this time to themselves, I don't think they would have had the courage right. or had, you know, thought that maybe, you know, this can actually happen for me. Um, one of the young ladies is part of um, my team at work. She's um, one of my employees. And I encourage her, she talks to me, um, even though I'm her manager, I don't like to say I'm her manager. Um, Of course, at work we are, but I try to, within my team, I try to work with them. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's like, well, you know, this is what I said because I'm your manager. It's like, we have to come together and come up with the best possible solution to get the job done. Um, So they do come to me and talk to me and I've always encouraged her, even though, yes, I don't want you to leave because you're an exceptional employee. 
I would never want to hinder you from becoming better or great right. for yourself and for your family. Because who knows, our company may not always be here today, mm -hmm. tomorrow, the next day. So you need to kind of look out for yourself and do, you know, what's right for you and your family. Right. You know, so I kind of, you know, respect her for coming to me and letting me know. Um, and she's almost, she's almost there. And I think probably by this summer, she's going to be turning in her termination. Um, That's exciting. Paper, but I'm really, really, truly excited for her, you know? That's wonderful. That is wonderful. Well, you're part of her journey. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever want to, you know, hinder someone to, for doing better. And I well, think because, because you have all these women around you who are, who are starting their own things, I mm -hmm. think that's also probably what's inspiring you to say, you know what, I could probably do more than just this. Exactly. Exactly. And actually, yep, yeah, she's younger than me. Yep. But no matter with the age, I, I'm truly inspired. If you're younger, younger, different, you know, nationality, mm -hmm. different backgrounds, you know, I try to listen and take in and absorb you know, as much as I can from different people. Um, Cause you just never know what you can learn from someone, you know, by having that open mind and listening. So, yeah. Do you find that a lot of the knowledge that you take away is more inspirational or is it content-based? Meaning do they focus on, you know, a certain type of business plan or are you just observing just their commitment to, you know, whatever they're inspired to do, whether it's um, um, getting better at um, some creative art or um, um, honing their skills at something, or is it just purely inspirational of watching them in this journey? Is that the most that you take, the um, most that you take from the exchanges with them? I do both. Okay. Yeah, content is very important, um, even though it may not be in the industry that I'm looking, you know, forward to do. Right. I'd like to see the steps and how they got there. Okay. And all information to me is good information. Okay. You know, because sometimes what you take in, that's like one thing that you will always have, and you can always apply it to different areas of your life, regardless right. of where it's coming from. So I definitely get content, and I like to get detailed content to see how, if they're willing to share, of course, you know. Right. Um, so yeah, I do both. And the inspirational part is also, you know, really important because that's what drives you as an individual to get to that point. Mm -hmm. So I always like to see like, what was that spark to get you to even come up with this idea or what drove you to even push for that? So I think both is very, very important. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always thinking, that's one of the things I always want to know. I always want to know like the, the thought process to get you there. Like what was the inspiration to say, now this is the time. So mm -hmm. even with that, Danielle, why is this the time for you to say, okay, I'm about, it's ready for, I'm ready to hang this up. Like I've been doing this for a while, almost 20 mm -hmm. years. What was the spark? Um, I would say the change in my organization. Mm -hmm. Um. It was a lot of changes and I just feel like the new management, they just don't care about anybody. Mm -hmm. And I, now that I had the time to really think about it, I'm like, well, did they ever really care? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I put in a lot of time. Um, 
And I just realized that I just need to do my own thing. Like you just never know. At the end of the day, you just never know. Mm. I could put in 19, 20, 30 years and then, you know, nothing's not never promised. Nothing's True. ever promised. True. And um, and I like I said, I don't regret the time that I put put into the company, but I just know that it's time for me to um like I said, just be independent and be, you know, just be financially independent. I don't have, you know, just have, you know, I just would like to hopefully one day if all goes well, you know, just to be able to bring other women on board or other men um, just to help everyone out, you know? Yeah, I, th- I think this conversation is really going to be helpful because I think this is your your discussions today. I think a lot of people are in this place and they're just kicking these ideas around their head, trying to figure out, you know, do I take the shot? Do I not take the shot? Do I take the shot? Do I not take the shot? And then when you start making a decision, yes, I'm going to take the shot. I think it was very interesting when you was like, you know, well, I'm just talking to different people. I'm gaining as much information as possible, at least like they're the how to's <laughs> and the why's. You know, um, whether or not it's in the business that I'm, I'm thinking about going into or not, it's just gleaming this information and being open to the um, possibility of doing something different. Because I think that's the first thing, right, is to just to be open to the possibility of starting your own thing. Exactly. And, and it's possible and it can happen. And I know that it will happen for me. And just it just takes a little time. I'm, I'm almost there hopefully soon you know yay that's super exciting that we have to invite you back once you start it and you actually we'll give you like some time to get through a couple of bumps in the road and then you can come back because <laughs> then you can give us like some lessons learned right you could be that person sharing those little oh, okay but well, make sure you do this and you probably should do this and this is something I didn't know and everything so I think I think that's very very exciting I think it's um I think you've been really really helpful and really motivational I think I think some of the tidbits she was just giving about you know, starting, you know, first starting with doing this little life change and really get investigating in self-care and understanding what that looks like. Um, one, understanding what it looks like for you. <laughs> um, I think those things right there are really, really helpful. And I think that most women are, I, I would say de- definitely more mature women are in that same space. Like you're not here alone. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like, you know, you're just, you're just not there alone. I mean, um, yeah, I don't have the desire to go out and you know, do something on my own just yet. It's just not my desire. That's just because of the fact that my husband already does that. And I'm like, <laughs> no. Well, why can't yeah, that is not true. <laughs> I mean, let listen, me, but let I me not even let her put that out place. in the air. I do it from a safe place. I'm going to do it from a safe place. Oh, but, okay. you know, okay. Um, I mean, I put my toe out there, but girl, listen, I can't, I can't, I got to. You're not diving kind of, yet. You're no, ma'am. Diving. No, ma'am. Okay, um, but I, I would definitely, you know, but I think it's just very exciting to, to have the thoughts to say, I'm ready to even try something different. So I pray that as women are listening to this, that they start to um, take some time out and just get in a quiet space and journal and just ask the question, like, what's next? Mm-hmm. What's you next? know, what's next? Like, what's next? What happens if that job goes away? Or what happens when your children finally grow or are on their own? What, what's next? Like, that's where it all starts. You know, and looking around at, your, looking around at people and really 
applauding them and being excited for people. And because I think when you in that space, then it's easier for you to not have a comparison spirit. Yeah. You're just happy that they're there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're just glad you let they, they let they share their journey with you. Exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So well, I would love to have you back to also take a victory lap. So yes. all of that. So there's all this time, room and space for celebration. And then we pick your brain. <laughs> yes. So we encourage you, ma'am, to go out and do big things. Keep us posted. Keep us posted when you start to go out and when you start to finally blossom and you go out and you're doing your thing. We would love, love, love to hear more about it. And um, yeah. Congratulate you well. and celebrate yeah. with you. Yep. Yeah, super exciting. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. So yeah, definitely. I'll definitely keep in touch with both of you and keep you updated what's going on and love to hear stories. it. Yes. Love to hear yes. But Danielle, thank you so much for sharing this time with us. We definitely appreciate it because you like we just talked about how you know time is your most valuable resource. And every <laughs> time anybody decides to spend it with us, we are extreme, extremely blessed and humbled, ma'am. Yes, we are. <laughs> so thank you so much. And we look forward, forward, forward to talking to you again. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You're Enjoy. welcome. Take care and be blessed. Right. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, take care.